brain fog, insomnia, moodiness, achy joints, weight gain. Maybe you're thinking they're all just part of getting older, or that's what your doctor tells you. But Midi Health understands that for women over 40, they can all be connected. Hormonal changes that happen during perimenopause and menopause are at the root of dozens of symptoms women experience, not just hot flashes. Midi specializes in compassionate care for women in menopause. Their solutions are safe, effective, and FDA-approved. Plus, they're covered by insurance. A convenient telehealth visit with a MIDI clinician can be your first step to getting personalized care. They'll tailor a treatment plan for your symptoms and health history, so you can get back to feeling great. 91% of MIDI patients get relief from symptoms within just two months. When your body changes, your care should too. Book your virtual visit today at joinmidi.com. That's joinmidi.com. As humans, we're naturally driven by the search for better. But when it comes to hiring, the best way to search for a candidate isn't to search at all. Don't search, match with Indeed. When I was looking to hire someone, it was so slow and overwhelming. I wish I had used Indeed. If you need to hire, you need Indeed. Indeed is your matching and hiring platform with over 350 million global monthly visitors, according to Indeed data, and a matching engine that helps you find quality candidates fast. Ditch the busy work. Use Indeed for scheduling, screening, and messaging so you can connect with candidates faster. And Indeed doesn't just help you hire faster. 93% of employers agree Indeed delivers the highest quality matches compared to other job sites, according to a recent Indeed survey. And listeners of this show will get a $75 sponsored job credit to get your jobs more visibility at Indeed.com slash podcast. That's Indeed.com slash podcast. Terms and conditions apply. This is 1050 AM KCAA Loma Linda and 106.5 FM Yucaipa. Here's the latest. I'm Chris Bales. ISIS is claiming responsibility for the attack on the Florida gay nightclub. The word from the terror organization comes from its news agency. There have been reports that the gunman pledged allegiance to ISIS in 911 calls before carrying out his attack. President Obama is speaking about the deadly shooting at a gay nightclub in Orlando overnight. That this was an act of terror and an act of hate. And as Americans, we are united in grief, in outrage, and in resolve to defend our people. Obama promised the people of Orlando would get whatever they needed in response to the shooting that killed at least 50 people. Obama said the shooting was a sobering reminder that an attack on a group of Americans was an attack on all Americans, no matter their race, creed, religion, or sexual preference. The suspect has been identified as Omar Mateen. You're listening to the latest from 24-7 News. 50 people are dead and more than 50 others are injured in a horrific mass shooting at a gay nightclub in Orlando. Tennessee Congressman Clark Fleischman tells Fox News that it's a sad day for Americans. This shows the need for us to combat head-on ISIS. We have got to defeat radical Islamic terrorism right here in the United States. And as you know, I have a bill that, that does that. Meanwhile, the mayor of Los Angeles says gay pride festivities will continue in his city despite the mass shooting at a gay nightclub in Orlando. Mayor Eric Garcetti commented on the arrest of an armed man earlier in Santa Monica. Of an individual here, we believe completely unrelated, who said he was coming to, to pride and who was heavily armed and apprehended by Santa Monica Police Department officials last night. Officials in California are saying that the incident is unrelated to the overnight mass shooting in Florida that left at least 50 people dead. I'm Chris Bales. Okay, nurse, let's get this man to the ER stat. Right away, doctor. We see this every day. Heart attack or angina pain due to blocked and clogged arteries. Chelation can remove obstructions or blockages from arteries and help avoid painful and expensive surgery. Now there's Angioprim. It's a liquid oral chelation product that you take with juice. You start to feel the results fast. Angioprim increases blood flow all over the body, and that means more energy and strength to take on the day with less aches and pains. 60 years of research has gone into chelation. 
and angioprim is the result. A safe and easy way to unblock your veins and arteries from buildup that slow circulation. Paging Dr. Jones, please report to the emergency room right away. Log on now for a special radio offer from angioprim. That's angioprim.com slash radio. A-N-G-I-O-P-R-I-M. Angioprim.com slash radio or call 877-882-7221. That's 877-882-7221. Join me, Stephanie Miller, every weekday for The Antidote to Cantankerous Conservatives. And if they don't like it, too bad. It's on KCAA. Weekday mornings from 7 to 8, 10.50 a.m. and 106.5 FM. It's time for the KCAA Community Calendar, brought to you exclusively by Learn for Life, a growing network of public charter schools. The clear mission of Learn for Life is to motivate and mentor students who have dropped out of school and provide them with the personalized education and technical training necessary to advance their lives. Here's a look at the KCAA Community Calendar. I'm Carlos Gonzalez. Discover the cultural and natural heritage of inland Southern California and our Southwest, including anthropology, archaeology, history, geology, paleontology, and the natural sciences. You can examine Ice Age fossils, look at one of the largest bird egg collections in the world, and find out how early Americans crossed the plains. At the San Bernardino County Museum, you'll enjoy discovering the intricate basketry of local Indian groups, along with observing the native plant and cactus gardens. Check out books and gifts at the museum store, and watch for the all-new Hall of Geological Wonders. It all happens at the San Bernardino County Museum, located at 2024 Orange Tree Lane in Redlands. The museum is open from 9 till 5, Tuesdays through Sunday, closed on Monday. Visit www.sbcountymuseum.org about exhibits, programs, and activities. That's sbcountymuseum.org or call 909-307-2669. That's 909-307-2629. I'm Carlos Gonzalez, and that's a look at the KCAA Community Calendar on KCAA 1050 AM and 106.5 FM. The KCAA Community Calendar is presented exclusively by Learn for Life, a growing network of public charter schools where students can complete their education on a part-time basis. To find a resource center nearest you, call 1-877-360-LEARN or visit Learn for Life online at learn4life.org. Now, here's a new concept, digital network advertising where businesses display your ad inside their building. If a picture's worth a thousand words, your company is going to thrive with digital network advertising. Choose your marketing sites or jump on the DNA system and advertise with all participants. Your business ad or logo is rotated multiple times an hour inside local businesses where people will discover your company. Digital network advertising. DNA. Novel way to be seen and remembered. Digital network advertising with networks in Redlands and Yucaipa. Call in the 909 area 222-9293 for introductory pricing. That's 909-222-9293 for digital network advertising. One last time, digital network advertising. 909-222-9293. Psst. Hey, you. Yeah, you. Do you know where you are? Well, you've done it now. You're listening to KCAA Loma Linda, your CNBC news station. So expect the unexpected. Welcome to The Mortgage Voice with Jeff Barton, your voice in the mortgage industry. Each week on this program, Jeff and his guests share their expertise, personal anecdotes, and the latest industry news to keep you in the loop. Now to provide you with insight and help you navigate the consistently changing world of real estate lending, here is your host for The Mortgage Voice, Jeff Barton. Welcome, everybody. I am Jeff Barton, your voice in the mortgage industry. We're Malibu Funding, Inc., your voice in the mortgage industry. 888-713-2929 is the telephone number. Email address here is info at malibufunding.net. And, of course, you can uh, see us on Facebook. If you go to Facebook, type in Home Loans colon Malibu Funding, and we pop right up. We are anxious and excited about today's show. We have four different representatives from four different lenders in order for you to take a gauge as to what's out there in the marketplace currently. We're in early June of 2016, and there is a lot of opportunity for great mortgage rates still in the marketplace. We've had a number of um, 
news items since last Friday, I guess, which would uh, give everyone a bit of a pause on the rate increase, but that is still yet to be seen and yet to be determined, which I think is uh, also uh, par for the course over the last five years. We've been dealing with market conditions, whether they be local, whether they be national, or whether they be international, that has affected mortgage-backed securities as well as the federal government's attempts to regulate upwards the rate, which is the only really safe uh Safe aspect, if we get into a recession, i.e. you drop rates and people spend more money. So if we're at a low rate right now and we get into a recession, we're in trouble. What else can you do? So what is it that has happened that has changed the viewpoint of most everyone, including Janet Yellen, who uh, just recently, even today, has talked about putting a hold on the rate increase that we were all expecting in on the 15th at the Federal Open Market Committee meeting. And um, the, uh, what it was was the jobs report, which came out last week, uh, has been revised, and uh, from 38,000 jobs have been uh, created last month, which is really down. I mean, we were expecting 238,000 jobs to be created, and, of course, that didn't happen. So what does this mean? I mean, we... We always get into very uh, detailed analysis when it comes to raising rates in the Federal Open Market Committee meetings. And But what does it mean to you, the borrower out there? You're sitting there and you're listening to me and you're thinking, okay, does this mean it's a good time to buy a house because the rates are going to stay low? Yeah, I think it is. I think what's going to happen is we will have no movement on the June 15th, and we will probably be looking towards September then for the rate increase, although... Rates have gone up in between uh, uh, committee meetings uh, in the past, but rarely. Uh, So if we were dealing with a uh, over a quarter point raise in last week's show, that's what we were determining based on all the evidence in front of us. Bad jobs reports hit, boom, nothing's going to happen. So that means rates, uh, where are rates? Let me get to the rates currently are at 3.625% on a 30-year fixed loan. That is still historically one of the lowest rates that we've ever seen. Uh, we've had rates on 30-year fixed down to 3.5%, and the FHA is, of course, 325 to 3.5%. The 15-year uh, fixed rate, 3%, and the uh, ARM products, of course, start from 275 and that is a five-year arm fixed for five years. And uh, anybody who's looking for a loan like that has to be pretty savvy to know that either they're going to get out of that property within five years or that they can handle the adjustable rate when it does adjust or refinance, which is what a lot of people do. A lot of those rates are business uh type people who are into uh, fixers and flippers or fixes and holds, people that can understand short-term borrowing. Um, but the long-term rates are incredibly low. So what I would say to those people who are looking around at buying houses, you still have an opportunity to get in on historic low rates, and that's a good thing. And anybody out there who's still been sitting on the fence, and there, believe it or not, are many of those people who are at 55 6.5%, 7% uh, rates, uh, those are the things that... Um, You need to get in and refi now, obviously. A couple other things in the news today. Uh, What we heard from the CFPB, which is the Consumer Finance Protection Bureau. Those are the ones who brought us all the regulations, tightened standards on lending, and was be able to um, present to the secondary market very strong front-end products. Uh, And I, as Malibu Funding, and we work at Malibu Funding, we present the front end, the origination process. We also lend money. So we're affected on all aspects by the Consumer Finance Protection Bureau. Well, they've been talking about the uh, payday loan people, the payday loan, the car loan people, anybody who is in a short-term lending, i.e. if you borrow $300 this week at 350% loan, sure, you're only going to pay, I don't know what it is, uh, you know, $60 on the loan, right, for $300 for two weeks. But if it, uh, if you keep rolling it over week after week after week, and apparently that's what happens with all these payday loans, once you get behind, you're always behind. And so, um, you know, the pay itself, the amount of money is not large, but the percentages are large. And there are several large players, big players, who are trying to uh, leave the industry alone. But the CFPB said, nope. This is what we're going to do. You're going to be under the same kind of rules as uh, regular lenders, meaning that um, you have to prove that the borrower can repay the loan, and you have to have 
uh, an ability to replay aspect to your loan application. A lot of these people would come in, fill out a brief app, maybe take a credit report, maybe not, uh, but they would show them a pay stub and then based on that be able to uh, qualify whether they're going to pay back the loan. But now there are some more regulations for those people. I think it's a good idea. I think the consumer protection for those people le- looking to lend or borrow money because they're just short. You know, something came up. Uh, braces for the kids. Uh, somebody got hurt at school. You know, uh, a flat tire you weren't expecting. You know, there's all kinds of needs out there for people. And believe it or not, three to $600 being the limit that you can borrow from these companies, they're, they're pretty... Um, you know, they're pretty needed when you are out there in, in the real world and you need a few bucks, where are you going to go? There's also the car title loans, and these, those can go up a, a lot more than that. But they have similar restrictions in that you've got to prove that you can repay the loan. And that's the most, uh, uh, I guess, important aspect to it. They're going to leave a lot of it. They, they were going to have a, a 5%. Um, you couldn't borrow more than 5% of your monthly income. Um, on any of these loans, but they kind of nixed that product. Uh, there was some talk that the larger lenders, Bank of America, Chase, Wells Fargo, uh, wanted to get into this space, but since they left that aspect alone, they, they're looking not to do that. So these two things are pretty important. Both the rates not going to drop in long-term mortgage lending and payday loans are going to be more regulated and car title loans. Um, we talked a little about uh, Janet Yellen, of course, and the... Um, The Access to Credit, an interesting article again by Jan Swanson, and I'll quote her here. Mortgage credit access continued to inch downward in May. The Mortgage Bankers Association said its mortgage credit availability index decreased at 121.4, down 8% from April. Now, what are these indexes, and when we talk economics and numbers, and what does it really mean? It means that those people who want to borrow uh, can't borrow, and uh, fewer of them can borrow today than borrowed last month or last year or, or two years ago. And the reason for that is there's always nervousness among lenders as to what happens when people lose their job or can't be able to repay the loan. And because all of these loans, are uh, uh, the lenders are on the hook for them, uh, they certainly want to be as conservative as possible when lending money. I know when I lend money, i.e. Malibu Funding lends money, I'm on the hook for it. Malibu Funding's on the hook for it. So what that means is we have to assess the risk of you, the borrower, uh, on me, the guy who's got to pay it if you don't. And that is in place on most loans for at least three years. And that's part of the part of the um, prognostications that we go through when we're looking at long-term economic conditions in the U.S. There has been prediction that this year we will see a recession. And, of course, a recession is three quarters in a row, three quarters in a row, and that would be, of course, nine months of negative growth in the economy. That's what a recession is. So if one is, in fact, coming, that means we're already in partial recession now. So if we've got a bad jobs report and we've got, you know, interest rates are uh, – Still low, which is trying to stimulate the economy, but in terms of the access that lenders are feeling, as well as the the push for recessionary, uh, I guess, protections, um, yeah, these are things that are in the news and something to be aware of. So given all that, that you got to look at your job. you got to look to make sure that your long-term employment is strong before you make the leap into getting a mortgage. Nobody wants anybody in the business to foreclose or get foreclosed on, which brings us to the last little bit here. It says that uh, uh, Black Knight survey, we're talking about month-over-month change in delinquency rate. It's 3.7%, which is up to 4.2% nationally, but month over month in the year, and the foreclosure inventory rate is actually down 5.5%. So it's still pretty good on that front as well. Uh, I'm Jeff Barton, your voice in the mortgage industry. We'll be right back. You're listening to The Mortgage Voice with Jeff Barton. We'll be right back with more in just a moment. For questions or comments, send emails to info at malibufunding.net. Now, back to The Mortgage Voice with your host, Jeff Barton. Welcome, everybody. I am Jeff Barton, your voice in the mortgage industry. 888-713-2929 is the telephone number. Uh, Again, we are your voice in the mortgage industry. Uh, We'd love to have you give us a call as as well as email us, info at malibufunding.net. 
Facebook, of course, is uh, if you go to Facebook, type in Malibu Fundings colon Home Loans, and our Facebook page comes right up. We are we have a blog, we have a Twitter account. We're all things uh, modern and uh, obviously communicating to you with the best way we know how. Uh, but preferably, I'd like to meet you face to face or give me a call. Uh, we have some terrific guests mm-hmm. on the show today from uh, a number of different areas in the lending business and from uh, PRMG. In the Inland Empire is Annie Gott. She is the uh, uh, branch manager. Um, I think you're the AVP as well. Annie, how are you today? I I am doing well, and how are you? You know what? I'm actually pretty pretty well. I uh, had a great weekend. Um, uh, it was cool out by the beach, and I, I don't want to rub that into you, but, uh, you know, it <laughs> wasn't 1,000 degrees like it had been in the IE. Yeah, well, I'm out here in Rancho Mirage. That's where my branch is, and it was 115 on Saturday. But you know, that's wow. what pools are for, right? Oh my gosh, 115. So how's how does the how does the real estate market handle heat like that? Does everybody just shut it down, or does everybody just continue? Well, you know, in the desert area, it is off season, so it is a little slower. Okay, we don't see all of the snowbirds here, so we do see a little bit of a reduction. Now, my production is all over Southern California, so I don't see a reduction. But definitely in the desert, things are—it's more of a refi type market rather than a purchase market, simply just because you don't have the volume of people here. Hey, did you breathe a big sigh of relief when it looks like they're not going to raise rates? You know, I've I've heard that, but then we got that jobs report out on Friday, right. and now the market's been kind of flat. We didn't see any movement in our rates over the weekend, and nothing today from Friday. So, to me, it, I think that that's going to hold it down a little bit. Yeah, I do too. And do you think that the public in general is a little bit weary of the we're going to raise, we're going to raise, we're not going to raise, we're not going to raise? I mean, is there a little bit of that too in terms of? Why, perhaps, you don't see an uptick in mortgage applications? Um, You know, honestly, I think the public is pretty comfortable where it's at right now. So a lot of people aren't moving because they don't think it's going to move. I think the moment it starts to go up, that's when a lot of the refi people are going to come in and try and get their applications done quickly. PRMG actually has a special this month for doing refis on FHA streamlines for $99. Wow. So that's what we're trying to spur a little bit of those people who are sitting on the fence by doing that. Okay. But, of course, our main focus is always on the purchase business. Sure. Because purchase business is just always there. They're not as rate sensitive. So, you know, when you're doing a purchase for a borrower, the rate is what it is. They want to buy their home. So... We really focus on the purchase market. Again, however, we are also sensitive to those borrowers on the fence. Yeah. So we're trying to spur them into doing their refi. What's the number one problem you run into when you're trying to qualify some first-time home buyers out in that area? Well, qualifying a first-time home buyer in any area is pretty much the same. A lot of them decide that they want to buy a home more than they can qualify for. That's another reason why we encourage our brokers and the customers to get credit approved first. We call it a CBD or a to be determined on a property. Right. And have them actually apply with yourself to apply to, for the home loan before they actually go out and start shopping. So I think that's the biggest mistake people make is trying to get too much house their first time out. Now, I, as Malibu Funding, work with Annie in a number of different ways, and what she's suggesting is whether you work in a front end, as we do as originators, mm-hmm. or uh, or what uh, Annie does there at her local branch, and she's also an originator there. You walk in, you say, look, I haven't picked out a house yet, but I want to get mm-hmm. approved for a loan. Is that what you're trying to say? Yes, exactly. Okay. Get approved first, get all your conditions in, and then go out shopping. This will help your realtor. It will help your loan officer. It will help yourself because then you're not worried that now you've found a house and what if we can't get it? Right. So go out and get your approval first. You know your sales price you're looking at and then look at everything in that price. Now, do you do a lot of, uh, uh, I guess, down payment assistance programs there? Well, it's funny you should say that because for a while there we were doing the uh, – Cal Heffa or right. the SADAP, which is well, the Cal- Sapphire, California. Right. Yes. 
California Housing uh, Down Payment Assistance Program, mm-hmm. and it, it went away for a while. It wasn't around for about the past six months, but as of June 16th, PRMG is bringing it back to Great. the wholesale community. So basically, it's for a first-time home buyer or somebody that hasn't owned a home in the past three years. So if they did own a home, maybe lost it in a foreclosure, and now they're ready to jump in again. This is the perfect opportunity for them. Now, I don't have all the specifics or if anything changed before it was a 3% down payment assistance program. And as you know, your minimum down payment is 3.5%. So, in effect, the buyer comes in with a half percent down. The state of California gives them 3%. There is no payment, and it does not need to be repaid. Again, let me just clarify that. I have not seen the new guidelines that it comes back out on the 16th. I don't know what, if anything, has changed. I imagine that they're keeping it pretty much the same, though, because that really helped a lot of buyers. Hey, would you give people out there who are listening, who are peaked interest-wise, uh, by what you just said, your telephone number directly, especially if you're you know, near them, they probably want to you know, give you a call and ask you some questions. Uh, sir, my cell phone number is 909 909- Eight four one zero six two six. Okay, that's great. Uh, creditworthiness and FHA. Uh, what are you seeing in terms of the FHA borrower? I, I mean, I have read that the actual credit scores for a lot of FHA borrowers are higher than they used to be. Is that true? And what is the minimum for that type of loan? Um, the minimum for an FHA loan is five eighty. Okay, and we do see a. A good amount of borrowers that are down in those high 500s, but you are correct. A lot of people are 700, 710, and the main reason they would do an FHA loan versus a conventional loan is because your back-end ratio, your ratio of your income against your housing and your monthly debt, on a conventional loan is about 45%, and this is based on your gross income. But on an FHA loan, it can go up to 55%. Right. It, it used to be that you would also do it if you needed a non-occupying co-borrower. For instance, mom or dad is going to help you buy the house. So you would have to go FHA. But in December, Fannie Mae changed that. And so now on conventional, you can actually have a non-occupying co-borrower. So now the main reason to do an FHA for a higher score borrower is definitely... Um, the retail issue. Now, there's on the other side of the coin, the FHA loan amounts are lower in Riverside and San Bernardino County than the conventional loan amounts. Right. So you have good and bad with FHA. How but you... FHA is definitely more forgiving on credit and right. retail. Well, how are you dealing with the risk aspect of borrowers, given that you know we we may see some slowdown in the economy and Therefore, jobs are a bit more uh, at risk. Um, I know that each lender that I speak with has a has a way by which they're trying to mitigate the risk. Is it just simply the programs themselves, or is there an additional layer of protection for you as the lender? We don't have anything implemented at this time like that. Mm-hmm. But an underwriter does look at each file on its own merit. And in regards to employment, a borrower needs to have always a two-year history of full em- full-time employment, right. as well as looking at that borrower to see are they stable in their employment. If I have a borrower who in the past six months has had seven or eight jobs, and we don't understand why, right. they're not a peace worker or something like that, we're looking at it a little more with a little more scrutiny. Right. But it's not like we uh, have anything in writing or any special process on the back end that we go through. We literally take our Fannie Mae desktop originator, our approval, and we work off of that right now. So let's hope and pray that our economy gets stronger instead of weaker and we can continue on that same path. Excellent. Hey, Annie, thank you very much for coming on the show. I really appreciate your insight and also the the local knowledge you have and of, of the wealth of knowledge you have on all the programs. Thanks very much. Oh, thank you for having me, Jeff, as always, and have a great week. And you too. And this is Jeff Barton, your voice in the mortgage industry. We'll be right back. You're listening to The Mortgage Voice with Jeff Barton. 
We'll be right back with more in just a moment. For more information on today's topic, email Jeff Barton at info at malibufunding.net. Now, back to The Mortgage Voice with your host, Jeff Barton. Welcome, everybody. I am Jeff Barton, your voice in the mortgage industry. Telephone number is 888-713-2929. If you go to our Facebook page, go to Facebook, type in Home Loans colon Malibu Funding. You can see us on Facebook. Email address is info at malibufunding.net. And I want you to ask us questions about your mortgage. Maybe it's time to not refi. Maybe you have to look at what you're trying to accomplish in the next 20 years and take some money out of that house and buy an investment property. Maybe you've got some problems with your credit. Maybe you've got a recent foreclosure. Maybe you've got a chunk of change and you want to turn it into more change. There's all kinds of ways in the mortgage industry that you can make money, you can secure your future, and you can get into the real estate boom, which is in Southern California currently. Uh, We have a number of great guests who have come on the show and talked about real estate rates, whether you buy and sell properties, uh, and today is no exception. We have with us Jim Aldridge of Prop Funds, and uh, he's going to talk to us a little bit about crowdfunding, a little bit about some something like you hear on the radio all the time about those richuncles.com. Jim, how are you? Hey, Jeff, how are you? I'm just terrific. Thank you. Okay. How's business? What's happening? And, and what do you think is going to happen? You know, business obviously has been uh, fairly strong the last two, three years. Um, what has changed a little bit are the yield. Uh, there's been compression in yield just because the interest rates are still so low. The Fed has kept the money effectively free. Right. And That's everybody right. is, you know, the, the fixed, the fixed return investments, the CDs, money markets, you know, the yields are next to nothing. So I've been doing the, uh, part of our platform is hard money loans, if you want to call it that. Um, you know, first trustees, occasionally seconds. And we've been generating, I think on an average, about 10 and a half, 11 percent. For investors, and those yields have been compressed the last couple of years, so now we're closer to like nine and a half, ten, and uh, you know we may even have to adjust a little bit lower because some of the bigger funds that have these uh, these hard money loan funds, you know, they're only generating now six point eight percent, seven percent when they used right. to generate eight and a half, nine. So there's a lot of money coming into the the field. The you know the as humans, we're naturally driven by the search for better. But when it comes to hiring, the best way to search for a candidate isn't to search at all. Don't search. Match. With Indeed, when I was looking to hire someone, it was so slow and overwhelming. I wish I had used Indeed. If you need to hire, you need Indeed. Indeed is your matching and hiring platform, with over 350 million global monthly visitors according to Indeed data, and a matching engine that helps you find quality candidates fast. Ditch the busy work. Use Indeed for scheduling, screening, and messaging so you can connect with candidates faster. And Indeed doesn't just help you hire faster. 93% of employers agree Indeed delivers the highest quality matches compared to other job sites, according to a recent Indeed survey. And listeners of this show will get a $75 sponsored job credit to get your jobs more visibility at Indeed.com slash podcast. That's Indeed.com slash podcast. Terms and conditions apply. Purchase new wiper blades from O'Reilly Auto Parts today and we'll install them for free. See better and drive safer with O'Reilly Auto Parts. Oh, 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 O'Reilly Auto Parts. Lending field because the yields are high and the risk is low. So, you know, there's compression. Okay, tell me about risk. Um, what? How do you assess risk? Uh, what type of lender or borrower are you looking for in terms of... Uh, investment and then of course uh anything else that you can say about how you assess people's ability to repay or ability to be able to invest in what you do well primarily the biggest deal with our investments is is risk aversion you know, we kind of like to say that our, our motto is above market returns you know while incurring minimal risk right and with the loan in the loans if you keep your ltv meaning the loan to value ratio at uh, 65 percent uh, you know, and primarily the majority of the time you have less, and you, you, know, you like the asset and you like the underwriting of it, so you make sure that it's a very safe uh, underwriting of the, of the value of the asset, then you're mitigating the risk. But, you know, the market could drop 35, 40%, and you're still in the money. And so on the, on the, on the loan side of things, the, the mitigating the risk or, or minimizing the risk is making sure that you 
truly understand and believe in the value of the asset that you're securing the loan against, and then you keep that you know, that loan-to-value ratio at 65% or less. Um, so that's that's on the loan side. On the purchase side, you know, look, it's been it's been difficult to find good deals. We purchased, right. I don't know, six, seven properties in the last five years, and that's not a lot. You know, we we're, no. you know we're choosy, we're patient investors, and you know, when everybody believes that you know that what they're selling is is gold, you have to you just be patient. You wait for those those rare opportunities in a you know in a rising market where you know we may be pretty close to the peak. Right. Especially if interest rates rise, then the values are going to, you know, they'll be affected. And so we're, you know, we found a couple deals worth purchasing in the last couple of years, but it's, it's really making sure you're getting one, a good deal, that you really like the asset and that you believe even if the market corrects, it's still going to be, you know, a solid income producing property. That's, that's how we just make sure that we protect our investment capital. Okay, fine. So prop funds, explain a little bit about what prop funds is in terms of if I want to invest in, you know, some real estate. Well, prop funds is really, it's, we're, we're an old school bricks and mortar real estate firm that has, you know, for, you know, a, a, a small part, we've put up a, a website, we've, you know, marketed some of our opportunities to put the crowd. And then, uh, you know, investors, if they have an interest, they'll register on our site. We'll contact them and kind of understand the parameters, what, you know, what risk they're willing to take on, what kind of returns of is or their expectations. So, you know, Prop Funds is, you know, quote, a crowdfunding site wrapped around a very old school, you know, 20-year history real estate investment firm. And that's, that's what Prop Funds is. Listening to KCAA Loma Linda at 106.5 FM, K293CF, Marino Valley. Okay, excellent. So you've got opportunities for people to invest in properties, and these are strictly commercial, or do you venture out into some other uh, residential-type markets? You know, 90% of the properties we purchase are, are either commercial and or the loans that we secure are against commercial property, and, and what that entails is office, uh, multifamily apartments, you know, retail, um, you know, industrial. We really like industrial a lot because a lot of the guys in our group, including me, our background in the industrial market. So it's 90% commercial. Occasionally we'll find an opportunity uh, in the residential side. Usually they're, um, you know, they're high-value properties, the three, four million dollar uh, homes. Uh, we reposition them and then we'll flip them. But that's that's a that's a once in a blue moon, you know, right? Yeah. Uh, Okay. Um, Jim, give out your telephone number in case somebody is interested in asking you some additional questions on prop funds or, or what you do in the real estate world to help people invest their money in real estate. Sure. So if they want to find us on the, on the web, we're propfunds.com, and then you can register and we'll contact you. And or you can reach me at 310-466-9665, and I'll answer any questions you have about the opportunities we have. And we'll, uh, you know, ask, we'll ask your, you know, our, our 15, 20 questions about what you're looking for, your risk, you know, the locations that you want, that can yield your expectations, et cetera, so that you know, we're a match with you and vice versa. Okay, excellent. Now, let's get into a little prognostication. As you know, last Friday, jobs report came out. Didn't look too good. And then there's some, uh, uh, not whisper, but some pretty loud talk about a recession imminent in the next, you know, couple quarters. What do you see? What do you think? Well, like all of us old school real estate guys, we keep saying that the money can't stay free forever. Right. It continues to stay, <laughs> it continues to stay free forever. Yeah. <laughs> um, and so part of, part of when we underwrite deals now, we're hedging our bets that when interest rates go up, that obviously has a, a compression effect on value. Right. And, of course. But it hasn't happened. But everybody, you know, back in uh, November, December, look, you know, January, February was not. September, October of last year. There was a, an adjustment in risk in how people underwrote deals. But now that it looks as though the interest rates may not rise, if they do, is it going to be, what, another kind of, you know, throw us a bone quarter point increase, which is really nothing. And with jobs market not looking so spectacular and, and concerned that, you know, there's not enough growth, that interest rates will stay low, which means yields will stay low, which means values, at least on income-producing properties, will stay reasonably high. And so, uh, you 
know, we keep waiting for the interest rate rise, and if it doesn't happen, then you're going to have to expect that values are going to stay high. If they start pushing the interest rates up to more historic norm, which the 10-year Treasury and more historic norm is, you know, 4%, not right. 2 right. Then, then you'll have an adjustment in, in values, and it'll probably it's tough to say what that number will be, but it'd be tough to say it's not less than, you know, 10, 15%, but that seems to be seen. Yeah, you know what, in looking at some of the commercial property values, just seeing the um, arrow going up uh, since 2011, 2010, maybe at that point, uh, at some point that those particular values also have to get adjusted as well, correct? Well, I mean, they've gone up significantly since, right. like, if you were if you were in the market in 2010, 11, and even 12, you got yourself uh, a pretty good deal. And you didn't even need to be a great deal at that time, just a good deal. And four years later, it looks like a great deal. Five years later, it looks like a, you know, a superstar. Right. Um, you know, if you're buying something now in 2016, it's tough to say, unless you're finding that you know needle in a haystack, you're not getting a good deal. You're buying it at pretty close to, if not at the top of the market. And right. So you got to really like the property, and you got to really like the idea of when you look at value adjust, at least the income won't adjust accordingly. And and, and that's you know, what income-producing properties do. They're a hedge against um, that drop in values, but you know, then you got to make sure that your leverage isn't too high to you know, with, with, yeah. and deal with the storm when it changes. So, it's, it's, again, it's, it's so difficult now with the interest rates not rising when they should have been probably popped up 12 months ago right. to know what it's, what's going to happen. So you just have to be careful and patient. Hey, Jim, thanks very much for coming on the show. I know it's a brief segment that we do with you, but always the information that you provide to the audience is just timely and uh, real valuable. I appreciate you coming on the show. No, appreciate being on. Talk to you soon. I'll talk to you soon. And that's Jim Aldridge from Prop Funds, and I'm Jeff Barton, your voice in the mortgage industry. We'll be right back. You're listening to The Mortgage Voice with Jeff Barton. We'll be right back with more in just a moment. For more information on today's topic, email Jeff Barton at info at malibufunding.net. Now, back to The Mortgage Voice with your host, Jeff Barton. Welcome back, everybody. I am Jeff Barton, your voice in the mortgage industry. Telephone number here is 888-713-2929. And if you want to reach us by email, it's info at malibufunding.net. There are hundreds of ways to reach us. You can go to my bartonblog.com. You can go to my Twitter account, which is Jeff6493. And there always are different ways to reach different people uh, in different ways. Uh, If you're under 30 years old, you're not going to email anybody. You're going to do something which... I don't do, which is either Snapchat or some of the other ways that people contact one another in those age brackets. But at Malibu Funding, yes, we do have people under my age, and I'm really ancient. So if you're out there right now listening to the show, go to the uh, website, www.malibufunding.net, and you can look at one of a number of 40 to 45 different loan officers with their profiles and their pictures, and you can click on and Uh, talk to them. We're all over Southern California, Northern California, Central California. We're in six, seven other states, soon to be a couple more. So we are prepared and ready for your questions and um, uh, really anxious to try to help you figure out your mortgage issues. Uh, We bring to the show every week different types of people in the mortgage industry, in the lending field. Uh, Today we have with us from United Fidelity Funding, uh, April Lopez, who's been on the show several times. Hi, April. How are you this afternoon? I am terrific. Thank you very much. We were talking earlier in a different segment about the um, jobs report last Friday and how it is going to uh, positively affect rates for borrowers when it looks like we're not going to be raising rates. Is that what you're hearing, too? Well, you know, it was interesting. At the, at the end of the month, I actually heard since the economy was improving that they were discussing raising the rate. So I had sent out an email to everyone on June, or actually May 31st, stating, you know, you better lost your loans yep. now, 45-day lock, because it looks like it looks like the rates are going to go up. However, it has proven differently. They've yep. been stable. They haven't moved either way. You know, it's funny that because the jobs report that, you know, was really not great uh, has caused, uh, Janet Yellen came out today, and she was talking about how she's probably not going to raise rates, and, 
you know, in that Fed speak where you're really trying to figure out what they're saying, it's very confusing for borrowers. And, and let me ask you, do you think that uh, borrowers get burned out with this? It's going to raise, it's not going to raise. And so therefore, if they have a interest rate, at, let's say five and a half percent that they don't want to refi it because they figure they have plenty of time because they're so burned out by all the talk of raising rates. You know, I think actually now in the past year, because of all of the volatile, you know, statements, I think the borrowers are kind of sitting back right now. And I think when they right. feel in their mind the rate's low enough, they're refinancing. I don't think now the talk is making a big difference, only maybe maybe in the higher economic bracket. Right, right. I, I tend to agree with you. Okay, so what's happening over at uh, United Fidelity? What, what's going on there? What are some of the exciting programs that you're bringing to market? Or what are you seeing out there in terms of your uh, lending? you know, increasing the inventory is low, the demand is high. Um, I'm noticing that the high balance, which are loans greater than 417, um, we are super aggressive. We're probably number one in, you know, California within one or two of rates. So lower rates for those who have who we lend more money to. So we figure that we the more we lend, the higher the risk. So we're trying right. to keep the interest rate low so that they have an affordable payment. Okay, so you're you're talking about your interest rates being one of the lowest in Southern California from loans from four seventeen to six twenty five. Correct. Okay, and they and for those who are listening, those are called high balance. Is that correct, April? Yes, sir. Okay, so in that competitive price range, which a lot of the properties since oh probably two thousand twelve to thirteen have really increased in value. Those were the times where everybody got out from being uh, underwater on their properties, and they're all starting to see some positive equity. Those are the people that can really take advantage of interest rates, uh, which historically start to go up when the loans go up in in the amount, right? Correct. And also, because the median price range in Southern California is about four fifty five, right? even putting 10% down, you're just over that conforming loan limit of four seventeen. We want to be able to capture the majority of the market and the millenniums that are purchasing. Okay, so you, you mentioned millenniums. You, are you seeing a lot of younger people in the market now? Because that would be great news. Yeah, you know, I'm seeing now a lot of clients from the age of like 28 and between 28 and 34, um, and I find that quite surprising, but they have have like a four-plus-year stable employment history, and they actually can pretty much barely qualify for about a $455,000 loan, but they're starting to enter the market um, with about 10% or less down payment, and um, it's kind of nice to pleasant surprise. Well, what? Okay, good. Since this is the first data I've heard on millennials, I'm going to grill you a little bit. What What are the average uh, FICO scores on these, this group so far? You know, it's interesting. Um, a few that I know just offhand. I mean, they're seven eighty. Um, seven eighty on right. FICO, so they're really good. They're uh, you know, they're borrowers who do have a good you know at least four year employment history. They have right. stable jobs. They have uh, very low debt. Um, but then conversely to that, I have millennials that are around say six eighty five. FICO, but they have outstanding student loans, so they have a little bit more debt. So you're seeing anywhere from 680 to 780 on the FICO right. um, average, and then you're seeing from the low debt at the 780 FICO, and then the higher debt due to student loans and uh, you know obligations uh, in upwards of fifteen thousand dollars. How, how is the United Fidelity handling the student debt? Or is it traditional, or have they gone the way of um, uh, not valuing them the same? as if they had to pay it back or, or uh, included in the debt-to-income ratios? Well, so now um, HUD, which is, uh, you know, our government... Housing, uh, urban development, right, HUD. They're the ones correct. that go all the way. Now, based right. on a little bit more... Flat, well, they got a little stricter in September of 2015. Right. We're now... As humans, we're naturally driven by the search for better. But when it comes to hiring, the best way to search for a candidate isn't to search at all. Don't search. Match. With Indeed, when I was looking to hire someone, it was so slow and overwhelming. I wish I had used Indeed. If you need to hire, you need Indeed. Indeed is your matching and hiring platform, with over 350 million global monthly visitors according to Indeed data, and a matching engine that helps you find quality candidates fast. Ditch the busy work. Use Indeed for scheduling, screening, and messaging so you can connect with candidates faster. And Indeed doesn't just help you hire faster. 93% of employers agree Indeed delivers the highest quality matches compared to other job sites, 
according to a recent Indeed survey. And listeners of this show will get a $75 sponsored job credit to get your jobs more visibility at Indeed.com slash podcast. That's Indeed.com slash podcast. Terms and conditions apply. Well, any student loan uh, deferment is still taken um, as a obligation on the monthly debt-to-income ratio. However, then they subsequently changed it to only having to qualify the borrower at 1% of their outstanding balance right. on student loan versus 2%. Right, that's a big deal, especially if you have $100,000 in debt, right? Oh, absolutely. It's huge. And we find now a lot more borrowers who are going government are not qualifying because we used to take a deferment and exclude that payment and their total monthly obligation. Now, in terms of uh, uh, the, the way people work and how they're working, do you see that uh, the economy itself as a whole in the borrowers that you're seeing come through UFF uh, job-wise? Pretty stable jobs? Do you think that the job market itself is is going to remain strong? I mean, uh, the only reason I ask all this is because I'm always worried about looming uh, issues with the economy and any kind of recession that might come up after the election. Well, what I'm seeing is with these millenniums, I'm seeing they're fresh out of college, so right. from a banking standpoint, we use their college education as part of their, of their employment history. Yes. They've got good jobs with, uh, you know, a letter um, from their employer stating, you know, what their current salary is, but they don't have a history. Right. So what concerns me is they have good income now, um, and I just worry that if we do have this bubble, that these new millenniums who purchase, what if they lose their job in two or three years Right. Um, because the economy changes? So I do worry, and I think it's a big concern for a banking standpoint, because we're always looking for what's the history of their income. Right. And we're finding actually more and more have less history of income, but yet they want to purchase at the high end of what they qualify for. Yeah, that's true. Uh, April, give out your telephone number for people who want to talk to you a little bit about some of the things that you're mentioning here on the show, if you would, please. Absolutely. April Lopez, area code 818-398-1272. That's 818-398-1272. And, of course, she is an account executive for United Fidelity Funding, who I've known for a number of years in terms of both as a lender and as a friend. Uh, we, we like to have April. I, April, I like to have you on the show just because you bring to it a perspective of both you're a mom, uh, you're, you're a working professional, uh, you're somebody who understands the business, so you can kind of understand where a lot of borrowers are coming from, especially let's say you're a millennial and you've been sitting on the fence since you got out of college and now you're 26, 27 years old. You got a job a year and a half ago and now you want to buy something. These are the kind of people we want to reach. Absolutely, and with the rents being so high, right. you know, it almost makes sense for them to purchase. But, you know, again, they need good qualified agents that don't always max them out on what they can afford, but really what they're, they're comfortable in paying. And that's mm-hmm. what I always ask. Are you, what, what payment are you comfortable at, not what you can qualify for, because it's right. you know, obviously two different interpretations. Absolutely right. Protection of the client has always been, I guess, your concern, mine too. I mean, I'd love to get them into the, the, the greatest house on the block, but if they can't afford it or they can barely afford it and there's a bump in the road, then now, now you're in big trouble. Absolutely. And that's where the savings comes into play of having, right. you know, a nine to 12 month buffer of uh, reserves for purposes of emergency. April, thanks again. That's been a quick 10 minutes, as it always is. I appreciate you coming on the show. Um, Again, thanks very much. Thanks for having me, Jeff. Have a great day. And you too. Thank you very much. And I'm Jeff Barton, your voice in the mortgage industry. We'll be right back. You're listening to The Mortgage Voice with Jeff Barton. We'll be right back with more in just a moment. For questions or comments, send emails to info at malibufunding.net. Now, back to The Mortgage Voice with your host, Jeff Barton. Welcome, everybody. I am Jeff Barton, your voice in the mortgage industry. The telephone number here is 888-713-2929. Pick up the phone and give us a call. Uh, We have some solutions for you. We can listen to what you have to say about whether you've got problems with your current mortgage, whether you want to buy something else. Maybe you want to take some money out. You've got medical problems. Kids need to go to school. Maybe you just want to buy a boat. Uh, there are all kinds of things that you can do with your property and the mortgage that you currently have. If you've got a mortgage interest rate above 5%, you better give me a call. Um, we can lower that rate uh, terrifically for you today. Uh, let's say you are a person who has some difficulty either proving your income or maybe you've got some credit issues or maybe you're a little bit out of a... Um, 
BK or foreclosure, we have some solutions for that too. And one of the people that can provide those solutions is on the show with us today from Velocity Mortgage Capital is Ed Peisner. Ed, how you doing? Good, Jeff. How are you? I'm just great. Do you like that intro? How was that? I loved it. You worked on that for a long time. <laughs> you know, it's so funny. You do enough of these things, and all of a sudden, it just pops in your head, or you just get tired and you run out of steam. I think that was a little bit of both. I'm sorry about that. Okay, so let me uh, tell tell the people who have been listening to the show today a little bit about Velocity. Uh, I know you've been on before, and we've talked about it before, but uh, the model of the company and how you help borrowers is a little different than your conventional lender. So if you can give us a bit of an education on that i appreciate it sure philosophy mortgage i mean our main niche remember is always non-owner occupied properties right so don't do anything for primary residents and we have one of the only no income verified programs out there basically there's no verification on income and that's what makes us different you have a lot of self-employed borrowers and business owners that have you know healthy streams of income but you know, at the end of the day, when they're filing their tax returns, a lot of that income is just not reported or, or the way they do taxes, they can't really verify everything. Some might be in corporate names, it might be in other entities, and we come in to help them finance their properties. We are not a hard money lender, so we're not charging 20 points up front or 12% interest rates on our you know 12-month balloon, nothing like that. Right. Um, we're just, uh, we're, I guess you call us a hybrid of, of hard money and, and traditional a paper lending. Okay, so the QM world. QM, for the people who are listening, who have been listening to the show for a number of months, will know that uh, qualified mortgage is the loan that is purchased by Freddie Mac or Fannie Mae or uh, FHA. And uh, these are not those type of loans, right? They're a little yes, outside what, what those people do. Okay, so describe to us a typical borrower that comes to you. Absolutely. And let me just add, since you brought up QM, um, we do not in any way, shape, or form follow the QM guidelines. So a lot of the disclosures that QMs require, you know, we don't follow that because we're really a commercial lender. Right. Again, dealing with non-owner properties, all, all of the properties we lend on are income-reducing properties. So it makes us, you know, that non, non-owner occupied property lender. Right. Um, and that's typical the, borrower that's that the, we see. That's the but, little box right on the 1003 or the loan application that says, are you owner-occupied or non-owner-occupied? Make sure that when you're using Velocity, you're checking the right box because that's absolutely. fraud otherwise. We've said a lot. The, the accidental yeah. primary residence is checked off where, you know, you, you can't own this property. You cannot live in it, um, period. So our typical borrower, to answer your question, yep. is that borrower that's going to be putting down 25 30%. Um, and, you know, obviously has the source and season funds. We do require that. A good thing about us is we only require one month. Right. We're not going to ask for six-month bank statements or three-month bank statements. And, uh, you know, they're, they're going to have a down payment. They're going to have some sweat equity, in, I mean, some equity in the, in the game here when they right. do it. Right. Um, we, at one point, we pulled back doing single-family residences where you cannot purchase a single-family residence, non-unoccupied. Uh, we've added that back in, and that's what I wanted to just talk about for, okay. for this segment. So we can now do an investment SFR purchase. No tax returns are required, no income at all. Um, rates go down all the way down to 6.74. So like okay. I said before, you know, we're really not a hard money lender. Um, you need a minimum of a 650 FICO score to qualify. Okay. So that actually that went down a little bit. It used to be 699. We're back down to 650. Okay. You do have a max loan to value of seventy percent. Loan amounts range from seventy five thousand and seven hundred to seven hundred fifty thousand. Mm-hmm. And the nice thing is these are fully amortized over thirty years. There's two fixed options, three year and eight year. But they're all amortized, so there is no interest only, there's no balloon, there's nothing. It's a three year fixed and an eight year fixed, fully amortized. Okay, on this particular product, eight-year product, where'd you come up with that number? That's an unusual... Yeah, you, know, I, you know what, Jeff? I said the same thing when they launched it. Right. Because normally you see a three, three a five, five seven, ten, right? That, yeah. Those are the arm loans. Yeah, we have the eight. Um, I think they, they did their homework and found out that most people are out of these loans within that time frame. Right. Uh, you know, our loan is, I won't call it a Band-Aid, but let's face it, 
someone's going to refi or do a cash out or do a purchase. Right, or um, sell it, right, if they're looking to, you know, yeah. short-term play and the market's rising quickly, that's what you do. Exactly. They're yeah. going to buy a property, they're going to hang on for two to five years, yeah. and they're going to sell it. They like to have they like to have that extra security for a few years just to make sure no one can predict what's going to happen. Okay, so what do the prognosticators say at Velocity? We heard a bad jobs report last week, and uh, we're, we're hearing rumors about a coming recession, and uh, how are you guys managing the expectations of your borrowers and also the direction of the business? You know, we haven't been hit by anything negative. I mean, obviously, I don't follow any of the rumors because I just, I just don't. Right. I do keep an eye on the market. I will tell you this. We are, you know, we had at the end of the year, we had a, a lull like a lot of people felt. Mm-hmm. Um, we came out of the, the new year very strong. We're funding about $41 million. Last month was $41 million. Every huh. month since January 1st, it's gone up. That's so great. we keep creeping up slowly and surely. Um, we ended last year, I think, a little over $600 million in fundings. Wow, that's a big number. So they're, they're really, I mean, they're doing strong business, you know, for yeah. anybody that's looking to buy an investment property, that, again, that just has that income where it's just hard to document on paper, we're, we're really their lender. Okay, and uh, let, let me ask you a couple other questions about uh, sure. your typical borrower. Uh, they are employed, they're both mostly self-employed, or they just got a pile of cash to put as a down payment. And so but you're basing your underwriting decisions on the equity in the property, yeah. mostly, right? Yeah, basically, we're you know the the property has to make sense more than the borrower, and it, which is sort of a, a switch from the you know QM right. world there. Right. You know, we want to make sure the property is is going to is going to turn a profit. Right, and the collateral for the loan is the property. So therefore, you know, you're Correct. not really necessarily worried about uh, conforming, or you're not worried about a four seventeen limit. Well, uh, and you're you, you're right. as low as. Seventy-five thousand and as high as seven fifty. Seven fifty. Okay. Correct. So you know, not just single family. I should throw out there: we do five plus, you know, units, multifamily, mixed use, office, retail, warehouse, self storage, uh, auto service. Um, I'm trying to think of others off the top of my head. Uh, you know, strip malls. So, you know, we do traditional commercial as well as the single family condo, two to four unit. How many states so are you in? Ed? What was that? How many states are you in? You know, we we are national. There are a few states that I don't have. I wish I had it in front of me, um, where we just don't lend in. Right. And right. I can send it to you. You can post it on your site. No, that's there's, fine. There's a few, I... and I tell everybody, call you, and you you know answer their questions for them. Well, that was going to lead me to my next question: was uh, can you give people your telephone number in case they have some uh, questions for you directly? <laughs> Absolutely. My my best contact number for me is area code eight one eight three three five. Seven five four three, and I'm going to throw out my assistant, my account manager, Christian, who's basically my right hand at the company. Right. His phone number is eight one eight four five seven twenty three fifty. Okay, that's great. Uh, Ed Preisner from uh, Velocity um, uh, Capital. Is it Velocity Capital? Velocity Mortgage? Velocity Mortgage is the new. It's a new name. It's a new handle. Yeah. Okay. Well, as you can hear from um, uh, the information that you're listening to, uh, there are a lot of great opportunities from Ed's company uh, to be able to lend to specific type of borrowers who may not be able to get into the market, especially on investment properties uh, with their current, you know, lenders. So I would really strongly urge you to give Ed a call or give me a call at eight 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 seven one three two nine two nine in terms of trying to get information on the products that he's talking about. Ed, I really appreciate you coming on the show today. Jeff, thanks for having me as always. It was too short, and um, again, (laughs) uh, I really appreciate it. You got it. You take care. You too. Thank you very much. I'm Jeff Barton, and we'll see you next week. You're listening to The Mortgage Voice with Jeff Barton. For more on today's topic, visit www.malibufunding.net.
This is 1050 AM KCAA Loma Linda and 106.5 FM Yucaipa. Here's the latest. I'm Chris Bales. The F- As humans, we're naturally driven by the search for better. But when it comes to hiring, the best way to search for a candidate isn't to search at all. Don't search. Match. With Indeed, when I was looking to hire someone, it was so slow and overwhelming. I wish I had used Indeed. If you need to hire, you need Indeed. Indeed is your matching and hiring platform with over 350 million global monthly visitors, according to Indeed data, and a matching engine that helps you find quality candidates fast. Ditch the busy work. Use Indeed for scheduling, screening, and messaging so you can connect with candidates faster. And Indeed doesn't just help you hire faster. 93% of employers agree Indeed delivers the highest quality matches compared to other job sites, according to a recent Indeed survey. And listeners of this show will get a $75 sponsored job credit to get your jobs more visibility at Indeed.com slash podcast. That's Indeed.com slash podcast. Terms and conditions apply. As humans, we're naturally driven by the search for better. But when it comes to hiring, the best way to search for a candidate isn't to search at all. Don't search. Match. With Indeed, when I was looking to hire someone, it was so slow and overwhelming. I wish I had used Indeed. If you need to hire, you need Indeed. Indeed is your matching and hiring platform, with over 350 million global monthly visitors, according to Indeed data, and a matching engine that helps you find quality candidates fast. Ditch the busy work. Use Indeed for scheduling, screening, and messaging so you can connect with candidates faster. And Indeed doesn't just help you hire faster. 93% of employers agree Indeed delivers the highest quality matches compared to other job sites, according to a recent Indeed survey. And listeners of this show will get a $75 sponsored job credit to get your jobs more visibility at Indeed.com podcast. That's Indeed.com podcast. Terms and conditions apply.